It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. It's our number two on this 11th day of September 2020. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson with you. And uh, as we mentioned earlier and we mentioned over the last couple of days due to uh, the restrictions regarding COVID-19, the... Evening ceremony put on by Never Forget USA at the Southridge Complex to remember the events of the day will not be able to take place. So we are very fortunate uh, to be able to talk with, work with, and have with us in studio the founder of Never Forget USA, Dean Hain, to help us bring to those who would have liked to have gone this evening um, some aspect of memorial, uh, an element of tribute, to those who lost their lives today and the tragic events of the day. And without further ado, uh, here's the founder of Never Forget USA, Dean Hain. It was 19 years ago on the Tuesday morning of September 11th, 2001. 19 Al-Qaeda terrorists hijacked four airliners and crashed them in to the World Trade Centers, the Pentagon, and near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. These hijackings had been planned for some time, and the transcontinental flights were chosen because they'd have the most fuel on board to do the most damage. 2,977 people from over 90 countries were killed that day during these attacks. America had never suffered such an attack on our homeland. The death, destruction, and carnage in the aftermath was met with fierce patriotism, compassion for the victims, and many instances of heroism and valor. At 8.46 a.m., American Airlines Flight 11 from Boston to L.A. was crashed into the North Tower. At 9.03 a.m., United Airlines Flight 175, also from Boston to L.A., slams into the South Tower. At 9.37 a.m., American Airlines Flight 77, from Washington, D.C. to L.A., smashes into the western facade of the Pentagon. At 9.59 a.m., the South Tower collapsed just 56 minutes after impact. At 10.07 a.m., United Air Flight 93 from Newark to San Francisco was now hijacked and headed for the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. The passengers and crew members aboard had already learned about the attacks in New York and Washington. They mounted an attempt to retake that plane, but in response, the hijackers deliberately crashed the plane into a field in Somerset County, Pennsylvania, killing everyone on board. Most of us remember Todd Beamer's heroic words. Are you ready? Okay, 
Let's roll. Then, at 10.28 a.m., just 102 minutes after being struck by Flight 11, the North Tower collapses. We hope nobody ever again has to make the decision to jump out of a burning building because they had no other choice. Such utter human desperation. They were true heroes that day and the days afterward. And it's this spirit and compassion that must survive for America to survive. Through the pain and the grief, America still stood united. None of us will ever forget the images and footage of those towers coming down, the black smoke that billowed through the air, and the sickening feeling we all had in our hearts that day. Many of us recall those days with both anger and awe. We recall the images of the towers collapsing, the Pentagon fire, and the field of rubble near Shanksville. And as terrible as September 11th was, it did bring September 12th. Every business, every car, and every house were waving the American flag. Americans were angry, scared, vengeful, and compassionate all at the same time. We prayed, we hoped, we grieved, and we cried for the victims and the first responders at Ground Zero, the Pentagon, and in Pennsylvania. But we were all united as Americans. Nothing else mattered. And here we are, 19 years later, and first responders are still dying of cancers and other illnesses from the toxins related to the recovery efforts. While the New York City Medical Examiner keeps an office at the National 9-11 Memorial and Museum, still 40% of the victims from the World Trade Center site cannot be forensically identified. Today, it's up to each of us to educate and involve the next generation to ensure they never forget. In Kennewick, Washington, there stands a 35-foot piece of twisted steel from the World Trade Center site. This nearly 6,000-pound artifact was dedicated on September 11, 2011, 10 years after the destruction of the towers collapsing. In addition, in Prosser, Washington, there stands a three-foot artifact dedicated on that same day. These artifacts represent the memory of the 2,977 victims of September 11, 2001. They serve to remind us that we will never forget. At Memorial Hall in New York City, a large concrete wall with individually colored tiles for each victim depicts the words, No day shall erase you from the memory of time. It means to never forget. Take your moment to never forget. Take your moment to reunite as Americans. We said we'd never forget. We never will.
us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Robin Ed with you, joined in studio by the founder of Never Forget USA, Dean Hain. 547-1610, if you want to join the program, share your thoughts on the day. Um, for many that would have been at the ceremony tonight, thank you for coming in and doing that, Dean. Um you know, every time I hear it, um, you know, and I, I, I managed to hear, um, just pulling the curtain back a little bit, something that you had pre-recorded earlier that was just as moving, um, and you know, as I hear the events of the day unfold, it all comes back as fresh as it did 19 years ago, um. And every year it passes, and every year that same thing happens. It reinforces to me that those that made that comparison to Pearl Harbor are absolutely correct. Because for those, for the people of that generation, that was as vivid every year as this is to us. Um, and I, I hope that we are able to do exactly what you ask, and that is to never forget Um because the minute that we do is is the minute that we no longer feel the need to continue to be persistent in not just protecting ourselves, our family, and our country from these things, but also remembering what followed. And remembering that for a period of time, and, 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 a, and a significant period of time, not just one day, it wasn't just September 12th, but it was for a, 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 an extended period of time that we were all on the same page, that we were all together, um, that we, we all understood that as Americans, that what we have, not only do we take for granted at times, but that there are people in the world that hate us just for being who we are and want to take that away from us. And um, thank you for accepting our invitation and coming in and, and doing this today. It meant a lot. Well, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, we're trying to do something. This year has been difficult for everybody for a variety of reasons. It might look a little bit different this year. Um, I guess, you know, I, I don't care how it looks. I probably care more that it looks, that we do something uh, to memorialize and honor that day. You know, it was 19 years ago. Um, you know, a whole generation come and gone since then. Uh, a lot of people think, well, it was in New York. It was in Washington. It was in Pennsylvania. You know, it might not have affected us out here much, but it does. Um we had a local firefighter from Kennewick Fire Department. His name was Steve Bailey. He passed away just recently on July 17th. He spent time in New York City as part of the rescue and recovery efforts. And he passed from cancers 
related to complications from those recovery efforts. So it is local. They're going to have, Kennewick Fire Department is going to have a processional for him tomorrow, beginning at 10 a.m. down at their Station 1 on Auburn Street in Kennewick. Uh, The services are not open to the public, but um, the city's asking if we might uh, stand the streets with flags and commemorate um, a genuine hero who really did die in the line of duty. Um, Another thing I kind of want to remind people is, you know, our artifact out there at the South Ridge Memorial. I was out there a couple of times today. I was there this morning for the flag-changing ceremony. Very powerful. Um, I'd like to say thanks to Kennewick Fire Department, Benton County Fire District 1, Kennewick Police Department, Benton County Sheriff's Office, and the rest of the Honor Guard for changing the flag. I went out uh, mid-morning, and I started to see some gifts appear out there at the base of the monument. Some red, white, and blue roses, flowers, and some flags. Just remember, take your moment to never forget. Let's not forget there are other artifacts in our state. Some people don't know about them. As close as Prosser, There's a small artifact at the fire station just as you come into town over the Yakima River Bridge there. In Kashmir, another eastern Washington locale, the Spirit of America Memorial. It houses steel from the World Trade Center. It has ornamental limestone from the Pentagon. And it's got a stone from the crash site of Flight 93. That memorial was dedicated in 2015. And in Bremerton, at Evergreen Park, two pieces of steel are arranged as the Twin Towers were. They have a 400-pound chunk of limestone from the Pentagon, and they have a glass block containing soil from the Shanksville crash. And that memorial was dedicated in 2013. I'm, I'm curious... Uh, you know, most people around here would, you know, at least have some understanding of the the 9-11 memorial at Southridge and maybe Prosser, too. You mentioned the other two sites. Again, to keep the memory of all of this alive, maybe uh, share with our listeners how we came to get those artifacts, especially the one at Southridge. So the one at Southridge in particular was really born by the Lampson family in Kennewick. Um, they were reading uh, an article about uh, repurposing the steel and decided they wanted to do something to make an impact in our community. So they partnered with the city of Kennewick. Uh, The um, New York, New Jersey Port Authority uh, were the ones in charge of repurposing the steel. The Port Authority said that um, no private person would get artifacts would only be uh, public agencies or set on public display. So the city of Kennewick, which contained at that time many people, a a large team, put together a proposal for the largest piece of ground zero they could get. And so through a variety of applications, paperwork, drawings, and plans, approvals, that's how it came to be in Kennewick. And that's generally true 
in terms of process for every other artifact. The local community has to put together a proposal to the New York and New Jersey Port Authority to see if they can get one. Not everybody is granted one. So we have four that I'm aware of in Washington State, and we should be very grateful for all of that. And I think that this community is, I mean, it's certainly um, on this day, uh, we're reminded that, you know, we have a little bit of that piece of history, however horrific that history is. It's still history. And it's, um, you know, it's it's right there. Uh, you know, how many people drive by and, and see it every day and every week and every month. Um, and I know that I, I've talked to a lot of people that say as horrible as that day was, it is so neat to have something like that here that we can memorialize that day with. Yeah, it, it's a painful reminder, but we need the memory, and it's one reason we never forget. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. We've got about 90 seconds. What's on your mind? Okay, I just want to thank you guys for this program, and I also want to remind um, your listeners, although it may have been earlier when I wasn't listening. But our community came together, and we did a day's pay for USA following 9-11. And our, our community just stepped up, and we bought New York City a fire truck to help yeah. with the healing. And, um, and I, I'm just so proud of our community, and I'm proud that we have that memorial. And I encourage everybody to go and remember. Appreciate Thank you the, very much. Yeah, for that appreciate call. the call and and uh, that that piece had escaped my mind as soon as she said that. I go, oh yeah, that's right. We did that too. So I mean, that's that's an amazing thing. You know, and one of the things about the the way that elements of the tragedy have been spread throughout the United States, um, it's unlike anything else that you know that we have had happen that we have looked at and as a tragedy to me seeing those pieces all over the country in different areas is as much a reflection on remembering what happened but it also shows our unity as a nation because we have all of these pieces that happened in these locations spread out around the country to remind, to share that, yes, it happened on our ground, on our soil as a country, and that in the aftermath, it all impacted us equally. It impacted people in Washington State as it did people in New York State. And so to have those throughout the country, once again, is a testament to our unity as a country and... As we talked about just a few minutes ago before we came back on the air, we all wish we would remember that and get back to that and understand that we are one country, that we do have disagreements, but the divisiveness that we see now is so far from where we were 19 years ago today. We're going to take a quick time out here on the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. Come back with more after this. The show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Process on News Radio 610 KONA. 
This is Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. Ed Dawson, Rob Francis, and joining us this hour, a special uh, remembrance on this 9-11, 19th anniversary of the terror attacks. Dean Hain from the group Never Forget USA. And Dean, before uh, we went to commercial break, uh, you noticed uh, and shared with us that uh, there was a ceremony uh, this morning uh, that in, in our time, it was what in the six o'clock hour, right? Six a.m. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, of because it was more a little after nine o'clock on the East Coast, so a little after six a.m. our time. So there was a, there was a a ceremony, a, a flag changing ceremony uh, at the Southridge Sports Complex, where again that uh, that piece that memorial piece uh, st- uh, stands, and that you were out there, and that there were gifts already out there, which is, I mean. 19 years after the fact, I mean, nine years after that was dedicated, but 19 years after the event itself, that's pretty amazing, too, that people were still out there offering the gifts. Yeah, it, it's very clear to me that people still care. Um, we have a lot of patriots in our community. There is much remembrance that occurs in our community. Um, I've seen it from our social platforms. I get messages from all over the country uh, about our remembrance video this year. And so people are trying to do something under the circumstances. And, and if we can get something done, we're going to call that success this year. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one thing we want to make mention is that ceremony this morning was not open to the public. Um, it was something that, that people were made aware of just because that the uh, the honor guard police were going to be out there doing that flag changing ceremony. Um, it wasn't they they intentionally hit it, but again because of COVID, um, you know they didn't make the public aware that they were going to do the flag changing ceremony simply so that people wouldn't come down and then they'd have to, you know, go through the whole thing of the quote education of being too, too many people and so on and so forth. So they tried to keep it as, as quiet as possible, not to exclude the public, not not to be, you know, just say, all right, we're going to do this and try and do it in the thick of night, but just because of how messed up things are right now that, you know, they wanted to go out and do it. They wanted to change the flag as they've done every year, but do it without, you know, having to have any anything go along with it i respect the, the 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 rationale behind it and know why they did it and that's why i wanted to bring it up so that people would understand they weren't doing this in this manner to be disingenuous no. or to try and prevent people secretively it's just a, or exactly. anything like that you know and it's the same it's the same thing with with a lot of things that have gone on this day people have gone and taken their time individually um you know and and, and paid the moment when they can because of how this thing has played out but they didn't do anything this morning, you know, to try and necessarily um, do it with without people's knowledge. You just can't have anybody there. Well, and because it's 2020, right, and we're getting flooded with all kinds of garbage, um, with all the smoke and everything uh, that we have right now, uh, you know, Dean, I don't know if we were going to be able to pull off an event tonight anyway, uh, you know, with all the smoke. Forget COVID, but, you know. Yeah. And you were telling me about, uh, you know, the, the flight, too. The the uh, the planes may not even be able to go up. Yeah, it, the visibility is poor. Um, I'm going to go back to your comments about the flag change in ceremony, Rob. Uh, we should all be grateful that the flag was changed today mm-hmm. under any circumstances. 
Um, it just shows that people really do care. I, I'm glad that we have leaders and first responders that, that take care of that memorial. Um, I, I, I feel fortunate that I got to view it from afar. I'm okay with that. Again, you know, it can look a lot of ways this year. But as long as we take the time to do something, I think that's a win for everybody. No, there's no question that it's a win for everybody. And, you know, yes, to take that time to do that in the circumstances was still important uh, for them to make sure they were out there and to uh, and to take it a step further, Dean. It wasn't just a couple of people went out and changed the flag. They still had a ceremony and, you know, in the changing of those colors, um, they did it in a manner befitting and how they would have if there would have been a crowd of people there anyway. And and that 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 shows the respect as well uh, in the manner that was conducted. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, Sparky Umatilla. What's up, Sparky? There's a ton of things I'd like to talk about, but I'll tell you what, on this day, our classmate, uh, we lost him in the Pentagon, uh, 9-11, uh, High School, class of 65, Mike Selves. And uh, I just we just want to make a tribute to him and, and all the others. So uh, we'll talk about the serious stuff later on, or more or the other stuff. Okay, uh, bye. Thanks for the call, Appreciate Sparky, and, and, and thanks for for mentioning his name as well. Absolutely, along with what we're you know what we're doing today and talking about today. I want to go back to the memorial at Southridge because you know it, I, again for me um, we can you, you mentioned that you got to see the memorial from afar uh, today, and you know it might be hard to see it right now. Period, be through the smoke and the haze and everything. I don't I don't travel in that direction in South Kennewick a ton. But a few dozen times, you know, I I get to go by and every time I go by, I think about everything from that day, not just on the anniversary. And I think that that's probably true for anybody. Anybody who takes their kid to the park sees it across the way. Anybody who has a soccer tournament at that complex or a basketball tournament at, inside the pavilion or goes and rides the carousel, it's there. And so for a lot of people in uh, in this country, they may only, and I'm not saying they're not sincere about it, but they may only think about what happened that day on the anniversary. We are, I say, lucky uh, to be afforded the opportunity to, even if it's for a moment or two, remember. Anytime we head in into South Kennewick, uh, in along Highway 395, going to dinner, keep going and you're going to Oregon or wherever your travels take you, uh, or if you're coming into town. We've had, uh, we, I remember, Rob, uh, a couple of years ago um, on 9-11, uh, we heard from a truck driver who had just, he, was, he, he wasn't from here. He was driving through town because his work, you know, said he was going to drive through town, came in from the south, and one of the first things that greeted him was that, on this day. And he called our show and said that that was an amazing thing. Somebody not even from this part of the country. And, uh, and, and so 
that's the kind of thing that I want to make sure that our community uh, remembers, along with everything else that happened tragically on 9-11, the patriotism that came on the 12th and beyond. But again, having the ability in our community, little old Tri-Cities, <laughs> the ability to, to have uh, that memorial and that impact on this community and visitors, too. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? I'm Doris from Richland. Hi, Doris. What's on your mind? Well, I just got today, um, I keep thinking, my mom is still with us, and she's 97, and she lived through Pearl Harbor. She lived through the Kennedy assassination. She lived through 9-11. But 9-11 is what my kids remember, because they were um, a senior in high school and a sophomore in college. And I just, I feel like a lot of our kids don't really understand what really happened on 9-11. And I noticed today, it used to be the History Channel would show everything about 9-11. They showed the towers coming down again. And this year, it really wasn't there. It was weird not having the names read out loud. I know Fox News scrolled them across the bottom, but the impact when you would hear family members read the names of their family that died that day has an impact on you. And I'm just sorry that a lot of our kids today don't understand that impact. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I I think um, the whole notion, and we talked about it earlier, Rob, about uh, sometimes time um, does history an injustice. And I'm sure the same thing was said 10, 15, 20 years after Pearl Harbor. That, you know, these kids today, they don't know what happened, uh, you know, when Pearl Harbor was attacked. And and I get that. Um, I think, and I hear what Doris is saying, and I'm going to hopefully just chalk it up to being 2020. Part of getting back to normal, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, is going to be stuff like this. And what I mean by that is we, the people need to make sure that next year when things are hopefully back to normal that we get back to reading all the names and having the uh you know the in-person ceremonies at southridge and things like that it's going to be up to us to make sure that that happens and that we don't forget i you know i i i wish i was in some ways as positive as you are because it seems that you know, it's okay to go out and do some of the things that we have seen happen in some cities over the course of the last three months plus, and it's safe and okay to do that, but we can't get together to memorialize one of the great tragedies in the history of our country. Something to me is off about that. Um, it's It's off to me that when we had a caller previously turn around and say that he had to correct his children about the events of 9-11 because they were being taught something different in school that was not true. That's bothersome. 
that tells me that not only aren't the kids who were not alive for 9-11, you know, because for those of us that were, it's indelibly burned into our minds on what happened. But to have people from our generation teaching things that are not true, um, teaching things that are that are blurs of the truth or um, taking right. dramatic license with the truth. Or minimizing the impacts. Or minimizing the impacts does a disservice to those people who lost their lives, those people who fought to find them, those people who went and fought in another country in attempt to find the perpetrators of the act, and to all those who have passed as the years have gone on from complications of their service in trying to find those victims or those remains or those survivors of what happened. And so if that is happening in our schools, and I don't know why someone would call and lie to us about something like that, if that is what's happening and that is what the plans are being put together and we are glossing over the significant impacts and the things that led to that attack happening, then those people should be ashamed of themselves on a level higher than I can say. Because that in and of itself is not doing justice or remembering the cold heart of reality of what did happen on that day. No doubt. And obviously, those of us who live through it are always going to have it means something more than those who only read about it in a history book or watch the History Channel or something. That's that's true with anything, but it is important to, to keep that memory, however painful, alive. Back with our final segment after this. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Final few minutes on this Friday afternoon. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're up. My name is. Uh, hello, Mike. Let, let me get off my speaker. Yes, hello. My name is JBK, and I just drove back into town past the memorial, and I try to visit the memorial at least twice or three times a year. But what I really wanted to talk to is are about the people that are still passing away from the exposure that they got. We had a local firefighter by the name of Steve Bailey that volunteered his time mm-hmm. and went back to, to the fires to, back there. And he recently passed away from the cancer that he got from his exposure to all the smoke and everything while he was back there. So we are still losing uh very valid people that were uh, involved with all of that. And I just want to thank you for your radio show. Have a very nice day. And you, you as well. Thank you for calling and sharing with us. Well, and, and Mr. Bailey is going to be memorialized as part of the, uh, the 9-11 Remembrance Weekend, correct? Yeah, there's a procession for him tomorrow. Um, just quickly before we wind up the show here, gentlemen, I, I want to point out a couple of things. After six months of closure at the National 9-11 Memorial and Museum, it will open back up to the public tomorrow. If you haven't been there, I hope that you schedule a trip. It's an amazing experience. I'll just run through a couple of quick highlights. But 
When a victim's birthday happens, they place a white rose in their name at the memorial pool. It's pretty powerful. There's another exhibit there, a live exhibit. It's called the Survivor Tree. The Survivor Tree was a severely damaged pear tree on September 11th, 2001. The roots were snapped, broken, and branches were burned. But that tree was rehabilitated for nine years and then returned to growth, and it serves as a symbol of life, destruction, and rebirth. It's a very powerful scene to be a part of. So if you do get a chance um, to visit, I would suggest that you do make your visit. Another highlight is that last year, Congress finally got their act together and provided some funding for the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund. It provides $10 billion over the next 10 years and also extends the filing claim to the year 2090 for victims of 9-11. And as a previous caller talked about, every year we lose more survivors and more first responders. I would just say that we should pray for all of them. To wrap up today, I'd like to point out or remind people to take a look at our memorial video. It's not quite the substitute we um, can have for in-person, but our memorial video is very powerful. It's very real, and it's very moving. You can find that on our Facebook page at Never Forget USA or on our website at NeverForgetUSA.net. In this day and age, we must unite as Americans from Washington State to Washington, D.C. America needs Americans now. Take your moment to never forget. We said we'd never forget. We never will. Very well said. Very well put, my friend. Very well put. I, have, I can't. There's nothing I can say. <laughs> there's nothing I can do but trip over my tongue after that. We, so. we certainly want to thank uh, Dean Hain from Never Forget USA uh, for joining us. This entire hour, an hour that we kicked off uh, with uh, a very moving tribute. Um, and if you missed it and you want to uh, listen again, uh, we will be replaying this hour uh, at 6 o'clock tonight uh, during our regular Bottom Line Rewind. So we can, uh, we can play that again for you. Go check out the, uh, the video on uh, their Facebook page, Never Forget USA, or on their website, Never Forget USA, uh, net. And uh, no, it isn't, uh, it isn't the same as doing it out in front of the memorial at Southridge. Um, but uh, I'll take this. I'll take this um, as a as a wonderful substitute. Uh, we really appreciate you bringing uh, bringing that to us today, and all of our listeners, Mr. Kane and Mr. Haney. I really appreciate that. That'll do it for the bottom line this Friday afternoon. You get a moment this weekend. It is going to be pretty rough out there. If you didn't have an opportunity today. If you have an opportunity this weekend, stop by. 
just for a moment at the 9-11 Memorial at Southridge. Take a few moments to do so. The day's tough. It leads into a weekend. So if you have the opportunity to do so, stop by and pay your respects this weekend as well. Dean Hain, never forget USA. Appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for bringing that to us. Absolutely.